Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I'm speaking with Jia Long, in charge of LGBT Family Community Services at the Taiwan LGBT Family Rights Advocacy. So first off, I have to say that while I was researching your group online, I was very surprised and impressed with what your organization does here in Taiwan. Can you explain to our listeners what it is you guys do and how TLFRA was founded? Okay. Our main goal is to support LGBT families here in Taiwan. As far as we know, we are the only one, the only one organization that focuses on doing this. And so we started uh, back in 2005 as an MSN chat group. Uh, a bunch of lesbian moms or people who identify themselves as lesbian but were in a heterosexual relationship found each other through Internet. So they started this chat uh, group. Wow. And then, yeah. <laughs> that's so, that's right? crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but as you can imagine, back in 2005, there are very little information about uh, LGBT, not to mention LGBT families. Right. So then we have more uh, gay dads join in, and then we have more and more LGBT families uh, built through overseas assisted reproduction. And now we have uh, over 350. 50 or maybe 400 families uh, now in Taiwan. Oh my God, that is such a crazy story. So you started <laughs> out as just finding each other through social media or through the internet. Yes. And now it's turned into this massive organization that's helped hundreds of LGBTQ people and families, correct? Yes. Back in 2016, until 2019, we mainly focus on marriage equality, as everyone knows. And now, after marriage equality, there are still many things that we need to focus on, right? Uh, such as families' rights. So, okay, so you said back in 2005, when mm -hmm. the group was first founded, it was called the Alliance of Lesbian Mothers, correct? Yes. And... You guys mainly helped lesbian mothers who used to be in heterosexual couples, who mm -hmm. were now in, in same-sex couples, or who were single or had kids, correct? Yes. When did the organization change, and when did you start helping all members of the LGBTQ community? I would say uh, we started to have more gay dads join us um, in 2011 because we have more and more couples that get the information from overseas and they learn through internet or their friends and family about surrogacy and uh, overseas assisted reproduction. Okay, so now anybody who is wanting to have children and is LGBTQ identifying, they can mm -hmm. go to your organization for help. Yes, we can help, but um, like unfortunately, the law itself still get couples or lesbian couples from using reproduction techniques here in Taiwan. So we can offer information, or we have monthly meetup to help intended parents to get together and to support each other through this journey. Even though 
Taiwan allowed same-sex marriage last year in 2019. Taiwan, as of now, still does not allow same-sex couples to have artificial reproduction rights. Correct. Correct. And do you see that happening in the future here in Taiwan? Oh well, we are trying our best to make it happen because we all know that uh, under circumstances like now, that the world is covered by the pandemic, and Taiwan is considered relatively safe for people to to have live their daily life. So it's sensible to have people to use uh, assisted reproduction here in Taiwan, and it's really not fair to set LGBT couples from using it. So we are trying our best to to offer advice to the policymakers and uh, trying our best to talk to the government uh, official to and the lawmaker of of course to make the law to pass or to legalize it as soon as possible. I'm not sure about the timeline, but uh, we're now in the process. You said you're talking with the government now. What does the opinion seem to be like? Does the government seem to agree with you that it is unfair that same-sex couples are not allowed to have kids, or are there different opinions? Well, we have been talking about this for decades, mm. so it's not something that just happened recently or after same-sex marriage. Right. It has a lot of research has been done, a lot of talk or meeting has been done. So, I would say I'm pretty looking forward to it. Okay. So the government does seem to be on your side, is what I'm saying. We can hope for the best. You're hoping for the best. Okay. <laughs> so I'd like to go back to 2005. In regards to the LGBTQ community, was there a big stigma? Was there a lot of pressure for LGBTQ people to enter into heterosexual marriages? What was it like back then? Okay, so I have to say I was very young back then myself. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, from the history, we can know that uh, Taiwan did not practice LGBT education back then. So for individual, it's very hard to come out. Not to mention that there are a lot of pressure for women to to marry someone back then. So, of uh, people who identify themselves as lesbian, there is very little choice for them to remain single. Not to mention to find a same-sex couple. So many of them got into a heterosexual marriage, but the reason behind this is is very diverse. So when they when they found each other through internet, it's I would say that was it, it was very incredible. So we started as this. Supporting group, and since then, the idea of supporting each other has been with us until now. So, your organization really brings people together, and you ad- help advise people navigate the process. But you are not putting people in touch with doctors, or you know, booking their flights or stuff like that. They have to do that on their own. Uh, we work with uh, LGBT friendly clinic. Uh, so if there is information that they want to look through before they book their ticket, uh, we also offer workshops. Uh, so because we all know that medical information is super complicated, right? And it's not. Uh, we need someone 
professional and friendly to explain it to us. So we also hold workshops for uh, intended parents. So if people want to find out more, they can look you guys up on Facebook. They can go to your monthly meetings and. They can, if they want to help, they can donate. And then the last thing I wanted to ask you is: Were any of your members at the Pride Parade on June twenty eighth?、Uh, we are not involved in the Pride Parade, but we are very happy to see that people see the chance and get gather around and、uh, celebrate Pride. It, it's so great that you're helping all of these people, and it's amazing that. Such a small, big organization can do so many things for the LGBTQ community. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Me too. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank Jialong again for joining me. And if you're interested in learning more about TLFRA, head to their website at www.lgbtfamily.org.tw. Don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. And as always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.